Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And I am so thankful for all of you that are joining me this morning on the second day of the last week of the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial to talk about some headlines. Uh, for those of you that are new here, that's what we do. We're going to have potentially some guests in from LawTube, some of my internet friends that will talk through some articles with us. We'll do some super chats. We'll be hanging out. We'll be setting you up for your morning uh, before we hand off this stream over to Alita at Legal Bites at about 8.30, about an hour and a half from now. Now we've been landing that somewhere between 8.30 uh, and 9 o'clock because it's a little bit difficult to figure out exactly when these things can end. But other than that, how's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing after yesterday's testimony in that trial? Quite an interesting day of experts, uh, wasn't it? I... I'm still recovering, I think, a little bit uh, from the movie expert and uh, from Dr. Spiegel. Uh, I, I know folks uh, were, uh, were having fun with that one. Uh, at the end of that testimony, man, I, I, was, uh, I, was not, uh, I was not very interested in hearing anymore from the good doctor. Uh, but I hope you all enjoyed uh, that testimony. I hope you all uh, are ready to go for another day, a day that I thought was actually going to happen yesterday, a very big day. I think we're going to get a motion to strike. We're going to see what the judge does with Amber Heard's countersuit, uh, which I still have as a 50-50 proposition, which is very, very high for a motion to strike or a motion to dismiss, you might be familiar with as the language, where the judge is going to have before her the opportunity to say there isn't a scintilla of evidence to prove most specifically that Adam Waldman was acting on Johnny Depp's behalf. And if she does find that, then she can kick it out. It'll never go to the jury. And effectively, the herd team will have wasted every bit of evidence that they were putting forth to advance their counterclaim, which is also why on the other big ticket news item side of things, we see an enormous time deficit for the herd team. I believe the announcement yesterday was something like four hours and a few minutes for Amber Heard's team for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and 15 hours, I think almost 16 hours for Johnny Depp's team for those very same days. So what you're going to see in practice is the Johnny Depp show uh, for the next three days as he goes through his rebuttal after the motion to strike. And that's very interesting. It'll be interesting to see exactly what they put forth to rebut their case and to see where things wind up by the time that the case is handed to the jury on Friday. So that's where we are as of right now. Uh, and, and maybe it's the case that we get through this article uh, in short order and we move on uh, directly to trial coverage uh, from there even early. But every time I say, hey, maybe this will be a short one, maybe this will be a quick conversation, uh, you always surprise me either with super chats or with guests and, and everything else. Uh, so with that said, I do have a pretty significant announcement today. If you don't follow Twitter, I don't blame you. It's a hellscape from which there is no escape, as I like to say. I did announce something pretty big. Uh, yesterday, we did a headlines article uh, called Me Too is Over If We Don't Listen to Imperfect Victims Like Amber Heard. And you can see the author there, uh, Martha Gill. Martha Gill reached out to me, I think, as this video was going on. And I didn't see it until after the fact and said, hey, look, I'm the author. I'd love to come on. And I said, oh, OK, um, you know, this is what we do. This is how this will work. Uh, and so I'm very happy to say that uh, Martha Gill is going to be on Thursday's episode of Hangouts and Headlines to discuss her piece. Um, and I'll say this disclaimer when we get to it on Thursday. But I think, as you probably know by now, if you know me, 
Uh, I, reasonable minds can differ is the tagline uh, for this channel. Hashtag reasonable minds can differ. You can see right there. Uh, and we're not going to be belittling, berating. It's not going to be a cross-examination. I'm not going to try to hold her over the coals or anything like that. One of the reasons I like to have guests in this space is so that we can get those voices and we can try to understand better how they come to the decisions at, that they come to, why they're putting out these particular articles. So we're going to let her say her piece. We're going to invite guests onto this space to tell me why I'm wrong and, and maybe lightly challenge them as, as to why I think the way I think. Uh, but we're not going to be, you know, grilling people or raking them over the coals here. So if that's what your expectation is, I'm very sorry. Uh, but that's not how I uh, I do things here. And I hope that's okay. But please do come in on Thursday and check that out. I think this could be uh, the start of a pretty good trend in this streaming space because I did get contacted by other authors of other pieces that we have discussed here Um all eyes are on LawTube. So it's very, very interesting to see exactly what people are reacting to out there. And the folks that write these articles are very definitely watching this. So, hey, um, and, and that's interesting uh, in and of itself. But I think this is going to be a good starting point. I think we'll be able to have more of these guests if we all behave uh, and we all treat our guests with respect that they are due. I'm also going to say on Thursday, for the time that she's with us, which may only be like a half hour or maybe even less, I'm not going to have other panelists on. It's just going to be me. Uh, and I'm probably not going to respond to any kind of um, chat or anything like that. Uh, so um, if you're interested in that, it'll be the Thursday episode, uh, which obviously I'm already committed to making. We haven't really figured the schedule out, but people seem to like this slot early in the morning. Uh, so uh, look forward to it. I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, and I would love to have more of that content in this space. So it's not just me you know, haranguing article authors. It's a hard job. We'll have to see what she has to say. The other announcement I want to make is much smaller. You might see that there's a join button now under the channel. Still figuring that out. Going to get somebody to make some emojis, but I do have a small membership on the channel. If you are interested in joining, please feel free to do so and we'll figure it out together. Uh, other than that, let's talk about articles. So here's an NPR article. And if you aren't familiar with NPR uh, it's a very specific outlet here in the United States. We brought up the Wikipedia, which I always suggest you don't necessarily use for anything remotely political. And technically, this is kind of a little bit political because there's fights over what NPR does and what slant it has, et cetera, et cetera. But at least for talking about what it is, uh, we can see it here. National Public Radio, NPR, is an American privately and publicly funded nonprofit headquartered in Washington, D.C., often called the mothership of NPR, with its NPR West headquarters in Culver City, California. It differs from other nonprofit membership media organizations such as the AP in that it was established by an act of Congress and most of its member stations are owned by government entities. So NPR is realistically uh, as close as we get here in the United States to state-sponsored media, uh, right? And it's, it's not quite the same as some other outlets that you might be more familiar with from other jurisdictions. But in the United States, this is as close as it gets. And ostensibly, I think you see it in the description of my video here, ostensibly it is designed to be neutral because it's funded by uh, the United States and the taxpayers in general. But every outlet has certain bents on these things. And certainly, as I say in that same description, it seems like every outlet has to pick a side with respect to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So that's what we're going to be going over today because there's a couple of interesting things happening here. One, the headline 
as compared to some of the other things we've covered in the space, it's pretty innocuous, right? On social media, Johnny Depp is winning public sympathy over Amber Heard. It's a true statement. It's not terribly incendiary. I like to see this kind of thing. So when people send me articles in my DMs or otherwise, say, hey, flag this, Rick, you should do this on H&H. I say, okay, that one is a terribly uh, interesting headline. So we said, well, you got to read the article. So, okay, all right. So we're going to look at that in just a second. Before we do, we're going to hit some super chats. We're going to have some conversation. Uh, if only, because I have to get my voice a little bit up to speed here this morning. I know you can hear all that. We're talking a lot now, folks. Uh, we're here in the end game, as I like to say, because I'm a big I'm a big pop culture guy. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's the last week of the trial. We've all talked for 60 hours a week now for seven weeks, really, because that break week, most of us were doing this kind of thing. Heck, Hangouts and Headlines was born during that break week. Uh, so it's, it's a very, very interesting time. And I'm so happy to have you all here with me talking about these things, analyzing headlines and media. And we're going to keep doing this a long time after the trial. Uh, but there's no question that you know, streaming for 12 hours in the middle of the day takes a little bit out of you. Uh, so I'm just going to get my voice up to speed here. Let's talk about some super chats. B667 theory voir dire yesterday wasn't to disqualify the witness. It was to get him agitated and more unlikable as they knew his personality. Thoughts? Um, I think, let, so it, the question is whether they planned that or not, right? The question is whether or not they're, they're four-dimensional chess playing and they knew this is what would happen with this guy. I'm willing to grant them that they might've been that way. Uh, but certainly the effective voir dire in that case, which was for Dr. Spiegel, for those of you that don't remember, was to establish him as combative from the start, that he was such, <clears throat> let's say, a trying personality in responding to Wayne Dennison's uh, voir dire examination, that by the time you actually get to his direct testimony, you're already like, hmm, who, who does this guy think he is, right? Who does this guy actually think he is? Uh, and uh, yeah, so that had the effect that you say in that chat. Was it their intent? I'd say yes, probably. Uh, and it certainly worked on me. Luke, question closing on Friday, monocle emoji. With 20 hours left, that's six and a half hours for breaks, sidebars, and motions to dismiss. It's definitely close. And he did some of the math here. Nerd emoji, uh, scratching chin emoji or hmm emoji. Uh, yeah, it is definitely close. But remember, the judge is the controller of the courtroom. So if it needed a little extra time on that Thursday or maybe even that Wednesday and that Thursday, she can take it to six. She can take it to 630. She could even bump it back to eight in terms of the morning. I don't think she'd do that. God knows I, I don't think I can do a headlines uh, that early. But I think that uh, while it is close mathematically, while it still works mathematically right now, you could see stretches if that's what's needed. And really, realistically, we know what the breaks and the lunches are. It's really if there are long sidebars, if there are things that just get very, very contentious as part of the sidebar process. And um, I think she's going to have a handle on it. We'll see. You don't know. We've had longer and longer sidebars seemingly throughout the trial. Thank you for the Super Chat. Acro Matt counted all the times Elaine said, what if any yesterday? Answer 78. Working on the video compilation right now, Ackerman, I'm actually surprised it's not in the hundreds, uh, but you're doing God's work. I can't believe you're counting those up. Uh, continue your mission. I'd love to see exactly how many what if any's there are in the whole case. Thomas Hogue, dad, congrats on 100,000. Thank you so much, dad. Yeah, if you didn't see, we did cross uh, the magic number 100,000 yesterday, which is very, very cool. I can hardly believe it. Um, I honestly, it's, it's not even registered yet because we're just go, 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 go. 
uh, this week. Um, but I'm so happy to see so many of you. I'm so happy to see the channel take off in the way it has. And yes, for folks that keep chatting me and saying, where are the old videos? I want to talk about X, Y, or Z in gaming. I'm going to try to work some of those videos in this week in some of the time that I have uh, during the day. Uh, but uh, it's not going anywhere. We're not changing to the all celebrity trial channel. That's not happening. But when those celebrity trials are happening, when LawTube's covering them, specifically when Alita and Legal Bites are covering them, you will probably see some spillover here because it's interesting and it's supportive of my friends and what they're doing in that space. And that's honestly, that's the kind of guy I want to be. Uh, so you will see that spillover. Hopefully it's still interesting to you. We're also going to take this format about headlines and news stories. We're going to take it to talking about games. We're going to take it to talking about mergers and acquisitions and other fun things. We don't even know what we're going to be talking about here because movie studios are constantly doing weird stuff. Video game companies are constantly doing weird stuff. We're going to have a federal antitrust appeal in the Ninth Circuit between Epic and Apple relatively soon. Uh, and so we're going to have this space for a long time, hopefully, if you're still interested in it, uh, because I like doing this. I like seeing you all in the morning. Uh, and um, this is fun. Uh, this is fun. So thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. I love you. Uh, and I'm glad that you're getting up with me every morning here uh, to talk through these things too. Zach Frisch, Morning Hogue. Man, you are killing it this week. It's a heck of a week, right? Um, and as I always say, you have to strike while the iron's hot. You have to take advantage of these opportunities. People are interested in this case. And for some reason, you all like hearing from me, it seems. Uh, and so I am very, very happy to be in this space talking with you all. Definitely. K with love. K with love became a YouTube member. You're my first YouTube member, K with love. That's fantastic. I've never actually seen that before. I managed to hit that button uh, last night. So, so thank you very much. Renee Clayton. So is this the handiwork of Amber Heard's new PR team? The article did not even present evidence. Uh, this article that we haven't done yet. Um, I don't, I don't think the NPR article is, is strictly speaking the Amber Heard's PR team. For the most part, what we'll see is this is an interview with one very specific person that has one very specific background. And that's totally fine. That's allowed. We've said that in this space. But it does tend to color the commentary that you get uh, out of that conversation. Um, so I don't know that this one is. I think some of the other ones at least have um, the bent of that. We can ask Martha on Thursday from yesterday's article. I suspect she will say no. Uh, regardless, because it's definitely not just like written by the PR team. Um, so it'll be interesting. It's an interesting question. I'll try to remember to ask it. Adida, congratulations on passing 100 subs. Toothy mouthy grin emoji, cake emoji, champagne emoji, and then champagne in the glasses emoji. Well deserved. Thank you so much, Adida. Zach Frisch became a YouTube member. This is very cool. All right. I'll have to get those emojis working. I will. I don't know how to make them. I have to hire somebody. The Sardinisms became a YouTube member. Thank you so much. Yam4, you are my favorite in LawTube. I won't tell anybody. Thank you. I love your content. Keep it up. Thank you. Moving forward, might have missed it, but when will the journalist come in to talk with you? Thursday morning. Um, so that's uh, the, the last day of testimony, just because there's different time zones. Uh, so the last day of testimony just before that. Um, we will have Martha on. I think she's only going to be on for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that, because uh, she's working on a piece at that point in time. But she did want to come on. Uh, I talked to her about the format and situation. She seems game for it. Um, so it's, I think it's very cool. I think it's very cool that she's coming on. Gecko Gamer, I would not be surprised that NPR's founding was steeped in the Cold War in mind, not unlike Radio Liberty in Eastern Europe. I have to be honest. I don't quite know the history of the congressional intent with NPR. It might be something that I'll look into. Um, but yeah, there's, there's always been, there's always been at least some state media 
directed at uh, foreign powers or domestically with NPR. Um, so uh, the United States has, has always had some kind of voice on that kind of stuff. Uh, Darth Shady Lavalin, and at some point you have to tell me how to pronounce that properly because I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Rick, once this is over, go to the spa, take a vacation, pamper yourself. You deserve it. Smiley face, blushing, uh, and ooh, cool, cool, colorful drink. That looks good. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, you know who deserves it is, is my wife. Um, she has put up with this now for the better part of two months. Um, and, uh, really allowed me to kind of not do some of the other things that I should be doing, like picking up the kids in the afternoon, um, uh, and, or taking them in the morning. And, uh, yeah, I want to do something nice for her. We'll, we'll see. She might be listening. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Maybe offline, maybe offline. Um, but I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys are coming in fast and furious here this morning. Shab is inevitable. Congrats on a hundred thousand. Hit that like button all. Sure. Like the channel, subscribe. It's very, very cool. I'm very happy. I, I think I mentioned earlier, one of the numbers I'm really looking forward to potentially having is uh, 107,601 uh, because that's that's the seating capacity of, of my beloved Michigan Stadium. Go blue. Um, so could be cool. Could be cool. Rami Max Hogue, you've inspired me to revisit my TechTuber YouTube channel. Learn so much from you. Thanks for covering these headlines. They anger me. I'm going to try to have more headlines that don't anger you. I promise. Um, and, uh, like I said, a bunch of authors have contacted me now. I'm hopeful we're going to get some other perspectives of the people that are actually writing these more often. We're going to have some real fun here. Hangouts and headlines, hangouts, uh, and headlines can be a cool thing. I think. snack jacks I don't like the Denison bashing. I didn't Denison bash. I was the last, I was the last defender of Wayne Denison yesterday. Us non-lawyers don't mind his approach. Actually love it. Uh, CV can be too harsh. Camille. Uh, love from the UK, Snackajacks. If you listened on Legal Bites, I'm right there. I thought Camille was a bit too hot, but effective. She she was effective, so that's more important than tone. Uh, but in the same breath, Wayne Dennison, he's not everybody's cup of tea. But what I said to the panel yesterday was, look, when we get done with these witnesses, we think they're idiots. And that didn't happen by accident. That wasn't a magical power that descended into the courtroom. That was Wayne Dennison, who I personally think is columboing a bit uh, and pretending with some of the ways he uh, he asks questions to effectively make the witnesses think they're smarter than him. Um, and and honestly, uh, once I started looking at it from that perspective, I kind of love him. Um, so I'm, I'm, I know I'm contrary to a number of my panelists uh, on uh, on legal bites. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a Wayne Dennison fan. Uh, and to some extent, I actually like him and Camille as the combo of um uh fire and ice fire and fire and old man i i don't i don't know uh but yeah i i agree with you a little too much bashing jamie nelson what are your thoughts on saying no cross if out of time kurt said an appellate court said they need to offer some time if they run out yeah kurt was introducing some of that from virginia to me yesterday uh, we'll see right because cross-examination exists as part of due process in the united states uh and it is true that basically you could find court holdings everywhere that say you can't deny uh, cross-examination. You can't deny it as a concept, right? You can't go out there and say, we're going to have a process and you're never allowed to cross-examine your witnesses. That's honestly some of the things that colleges have dealt with as they, as they have tried to deal with different Title IX enforcement over the past few years and have been finding that if they don't offer some kind of cross-examination, a lot of courts are saying, no, that's not constitutional. Um, so cross-examination on the whole is something that you can expect if you're trying to get due process. But 
in this case, you've had the quote unquote opportunity for due process. It's just that you've used your time uh, unwisely to get to this point. Now, maybe they think they're going to be able to go up to the judge and say, look, you need to give us due, pro due process. We need to get cross-examination anyway. And so they're running up to that line because they don't believe that the judge will hold it that harshly. I couldn't tell you. If they run out of time and they find themselves with witnesses presented by Johnny Depp, it will be interesting to see exactly what happens in court. I'm certainly fascinated by potentially that turn of events. I wasn't expecting a dozen hours difference by the time we rolled into the last three days of the court. So stay tuned. We'll see. C. Mulvena, A2, The New Yorker. Please check it out, Hogue. Thanks. I don't know that I saw a New Yorker one recently, so I will look at my DMs or otherwise try to find the article that you were mentioning. Um, and I think we'll do this. I think we'll do this every day of the testimony of the trial here. So probably one tomorrow. Kate Kilduff, I would love if you could look at The New Yorker's latest article. All right, we're on the same page, people. I like this. Uh, more biased than most. Congrats on 100,000, Hogue. Thank you so much. Uh, and celebratory emojis. I love it. It's a little, it's got a little New Year's thing there. Love it. Skytron. The crazy doc would have had more success as live action Dr. Cortex. That's a good reference than he had in court. Now I want a Crash Bandicoot movie. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking of him as Dr. Doofenshmirtz, but Dr. Cortex might be a little bit better. Might be a little bit better. X Rock Mantic X. Congratulations on the 100,000. Thank you so much. I found you on Legal Bites and I absolutely love your content. Analyzing the press is always interesting and a frustrating experience. It is, isn't it? That's the fun. Apple Pie. I love H&H's time slot. It helps keep me awake during post-lunch work hours. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I'm liking this slot too. Uh, so I think we're going to keep it. Don Hinton. Question. Is it true that Warner Brothers didn't want Amber Heard and Aquaman 2 due to Amber's association with number two. Well played, well played. B667 became a YouTube member, welcome, thank you. Immersive in real life, it's probably not immersive in real life, I don't know, IRL, I shouldn't make assumptions. Now trending on my notepad, hashtag objection reality and hashtag what if any hearsay, rolling on the floor laughing emojis. Louise McDade, afternoon hoag, love from Scotland. Hello Scotland, great work. The Law Patrol became a YouTube member. Welcome. Thank you. Carly loves Big Bang, the German Hogue fan club. By the way, you got a lot of laughs on the Legal Bites panel with changing your name to that bracket. Just wanted to say that yesterday's witnesses were such a catastrophe that even German pro Amber Heard media wrote badly about it. Funny to witness. Now, that would be interesting. I didn't see any articles really about it. Uh, smiling emoji. Uh, but it would be interesting if, if you just had a day that was so unconvincing that you changed your slant for that particular day. Paula Taylor became a YouTube member. Thank you, Paula. DIY Tinker, JD's testimony was that he lied to a doctor saying an accordion door was how the finger was injured. I forgot that. The recap made it seem like it was out of the blue. I forgot about the accordion door lie. But the weirdness is that you have a doctor saying that it could be an accordion door. And it's like, what did you check? Because that one's the obvious lie, right? Like nobody's actually claiming an accordion door was even around. Were they? Um, so that one was weird from the hand doctor, whose demeanor I liked. I liked the hand doctor's demeanor, not just because he reminded me of Stephen Root, the boss in news radio, uh, but because I thought he was handling himself well, even though it was obvious, like from moment one, when he puts his hand out flat, it's like, that's not what we saw in court. Um, so I don't know what you're doing, but still not that effective of a witness for Amber Heard. Deeds Cali, just want to say, well done, Hogue. The fact that your discussion is prompting response from the MSM, Says it all. I don't know if it's prompting response from the MSM, but certainly these authors are interested. 
bias is a problem and should be addressed. Yeah, always, always. And and I think I think we can make good inroads there. I think we can talk to journalists and say, you know, uh, how did you arrive at these decisions? And at least have that conversation so that the next time, you know, maybe that's a thought process that goes through their head in terms of characterizing those articles for everybody that maybe doesn't know something as well as the trial that we've been watching for seven weeks. Jennifer became a new YouTube member. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Jamie Suzluski, did you enjoy Picard at all as a show on its own or did you completely hate it? I really enjoyed it, but I'm not a super Trekkie. I, I thought season one was okay, although they cribbed a lot from Mass Effect. I really disliked season two. But in general, I really dislike kind of preachiness uh, in storytelling. I have no problem with anybody having any politics that they want in their stories, but I do want it to be a part of the world building that they have in their world. And Picard season two, I felt really was more interested in commenting almost like a weird science fiction I, I don't know, CNN or, or, or something like that. And it really took me out of the storytelling that I wanted to be invested in. And to be honest, I, I think I love Patrick Stewart. John Luke Picard is one of my favorite characters uh, in all of Star Trek. I, I think he probably needs to wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, and that might be uh, his, his, his swan song in season three of Picard. But I'm glad you liked it. I sincerely am. D. McSee, D. 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 Mick or D. M. C. Uh, became a YouTube member. Thank you so much. Uh, Israeli author, congrats on 100K here since the beginning. And it's been a wild ride, Hogue. Here's hoping the channel continues to grow and grow. Champagne glasses emoji. Thank you. That is very nice of you. Michael Gaunt, what's your prediction for Amber Heard's time left once they rest? I think they rest first thing this morning. So it'll be four hours and a couple of minutes. If they don't, less than two hours? Less than two hours? That would be crazy to me. It'd be crazy to me. A streaming addict, a uh, high five emoji, prayer emoji, or I, I think sideways high five emoji to hubby's wives, partners of the law tube clan. Yes, they they have been putting in the work. Uh, this is quite the endeavor from all of us. I think you'll, you'll you'll see from all of us, you know, seven weeks on this. Uh, but we are loving it. Uh, it is just honestly exhausting, <laughs> but we're having fun. We are having fun. Uh, Steph Jack UK, congrats on a hundred. You and Legal Bites are my favorite law tubers. Stars in your eyes emojis. Thank you so much. I won't tell. Apple Pie. I'm amused by the amount of Final Fantasy 14 players in your viewership, myself included. It's a great game with a huge fan base. I actually want to get back into it if I ever have time to play video games ever again. Uh, so I definitely want to check that one out. I actually do have um, Elder Scrolls Online uh, downloaded on one of my systems, uh, but I don't get to play it. KBL, I was going to buy a super chat until you said go blue. It's totally fair. Uh, crying, rolling emoji. You're on point about Denison. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I hear you. I got a lot of Buckeye fans here. I've got a lot of Spartan fans here. I got a lot of Buckeyes and Spartans in my life, uh, but I'm still a Wolverine, so go blue. I am Charlotte. Hi. Congrats on 100K celebratory emoji. Hi from the UK. Thank you. Kevin Horrocks. Dennison definitely does his research for his questions. He just seems to fumble a lot and is slow with objections. Experts do die on the stand for him, though. They do. And that's the real. If you look at it from the macro perspective, he hits on their soft spots. Like, he arrives at the sections you want him to arrive at. Not every lawyer does that. It's just that the panel doesn't like the way he asks his questions. I don't blame them. We tend to like a more dramatic, aggressive look, I think, as a group. Um, but all I can do is evaluate and say, he's getting the job done. He is getting the job done, even if you didn't like the process at all. 
Rami Max, uh, Asmin Goldstream calls Dennison the anti-wizard due to Dr. Narcissus and loves him. Expert witness destroyer. They celebrated all of his crosses. Layman hero. That's interesting. I obviously am not watching Asmin Gold while I'm streaming it on Legal Bites, uh, but that is interesting because I think Asmin Gold's right. Sandra Young became a YouTube member. Hey, Sandra. Thank you. Emily Perry became a YouTube member. Hey, Emily. Melly P, Dennison will now be Columbo in my head. I love it. It's how I see him. Uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's Captain Kirk, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Dodo Bododo, thank you, Hogue. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Irritating 105, congrats on 100,000. Have a drink with me. Sarah ER became a YouTube member. Welcome, Sarah. Hannah Barnett, for the misses, allowing us to borrow you a bit every day. <laughs> More than a bit. Uh, but my wife is fantastic uh, and supported me. If you didn't see it on Twitter, I've got a, I've got balloons on my left side here that say 100K. She was absolutely ready for that thing to click over yesterday. Uh, and my whole family is super excited. Uh, Starius, given the evidence yesterday and the comments on unethical, will things like this have an impact on their future when they're supposed to be an expert witness for three areas with 30 plus years of experience? I, I don't think the doctor yesterday performed very well at all. And his statement that if if this is unethical, then no expert witnesses could testify is just a bad answer um, because it's like, I don't, I mean, maybe the system is corrupt. I, that's not my job to figure out. Um, you have to answer why or why not. This isn't a violation of, of your association's rules. And if you didn't examine them, uh, you know, sounds like a problem if you're just a lay juror. And, and you know, I'm not in the psychiatric community. Uh, so... You know, you need better answers than that. I think if he's not going to get work, it's because his answers weren't good. Uh, Dr. Indhusri Rajan, the conscious psychologist. Awesome commentary through trial. Question, do you think there's a critical point at which mainstream media may shift to more fact-based coverage of JD in the trial? Seems like Me Too is still the sway. Love from California. I would expect opinion pieces after this trial. There's going to be a lot of writing as to what the verdict means. Um, and certainly Amber Heard's team, if they lose, is likely to say the system is broken. And if Johnny Depp's team loses, they're likely to say, you know, the the law puts a hurdle in front of these things, but we're very happy to have gotten the story out there. Um, so that's going to be more opinion pieces, more discussion. The the facts, I, I think most of these outlets would argue that they're telling the facts already. I, I would disagree in certain respects, but that's how I see it. All right. It's 7.30 right now. Um, so I'm going to keep collecting these super chats. You guys are super, super generous uh, this morning. But I do want to cover this article. And then we'll come back for the super chats. I promise. Um, so uh, just bear with me here. On social media, Johnny Depp is winning public sympathy over Amber Heard. And like I said, this is an NPR article, ostensibly a neutral outlet. And it starts out pretty neutrally. Here's a picture of Johnny. On Monday, actor Johnny Depp is scheduled to return to the stand in the defamation trial between him and his former wife, Amber Heard, that is taking place in Fairfax County, Virginia. Now, you already have at least a slight factual issue here because there's no schedule for taking the stand, as we found out yesterday, since we didn't see Johnny Depp up there. This is effectively taking what is a leak to court TV and treating it as if it's a fait accompli, as if it is definitely going to happen. Um, and it didn't. So not a great look to start out your article, but it's understandable. A lot of folks thought Johnny Depp was going to take the stand. Uh, I don't know that I ever actually believed that. I thought it was heard leaking for reasons that I couldn't quite understand uh, and frankly still don't. 
Depp sued Heard over an op-ed she wrote in the Washington Post in 2018 about being a survivor of domestic violence. This we know. Heard did not name Depp in the Post essay, but Depp says his professional reputation was hurt nonetheless. Closing arguments in the case are expected to begin this Friday. And that's an interesting framing because I don't think reasonable folks generally think that Depp has too hard of a case of establishing that this was about Depp or that it affected his career. Uh, because certainly his career has a pretty bright line difference, especially in kind of big budget studio movies uh, as before and after this particular set of events. Now, interestingly, one of the experts yesterday tried to suggest it was the lawsuits themselves that caused the damage to his career. I don't know that that flies very well with normal folks or lawyers, certainly, because it seems unfair that trying to defend yourself uh, should be able to be used against you in that manner. So I don't know that that's a great argument either. But either way, that's the top of this article. Then, on Weekend Edition Sunday, sociologist Nicole Badera, who specializes in sexual violence, and I have to pause there, one hopes that she specializes in the study of sexual violence, but that's fine. That's just a little language thing. Spoke to NPR about the trial and its implications for discussions among about intimate partner violence, IPV, which we've heard throughout the trial, and why social media seems to have far more sympathy for the former Pirates of the Caribbean star than for his ex-wife. So you already got framing here, and we know what's coming on this to some extent because we've read enough of these articles, that part of the argument is going to be effectively that some people are just too starstruck and just love Captain Jack Sparrow or whatever character is your fancy so much that they can't examine the truth before their eyes. And I think where folks reject that the most is that they think they are following the truth of their eyes and they are trying to look at things openly. And if you did look at things openly, you can still arrive at a place where you say, I think Johnny Depp is right, roughly, that, that he had the worst of this and, and deserves some form of redress. You don't have to be a big fan of Captain Jack Sparrow to get to that point. Public opinion appears to be weighing far more heavily in favor of Depp than Heard on TikTok as of Monday morning. I Stand with Amber Heard has garnered about 8.2 million views, which is a goodly number. That's, that's a lot of views. I'd be happy with 8.2 million views. While Justice for Johnny Depp has earned about 15 billion views. Yeah, well, that is a significant difference. Why is there such a disparity? Now, before we get to the answers here, what would be one possible answer for this question, right? You'd think that this would pop up. What is one possible answer for such a disparity? The evidence appears to favor Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp appears to be the one telling the truth. Uh, Amber Heard was not as she presented herself in the Washington Post. Um, these kinds of options that say, hey, I've, I've watched the trial. I've looked at the evidence and I think Johnny Depp might be right. And so justice for Johnny Depp is born versus I stand with Amber Heard. Now, these are basically team hashtags. And I don't love those here. But isn't that a possibility, NPR? Isn't it a possibility that people looked at this, came to their own conclusion and said, I think Johnny Depp's telling the truth and I'm really not sure about Amber Heard. No? All right. We're not going to hear that answer in this article. And that's probably the big kind of reading between the lines point. So what do we start with? I think there are a lot of reasons for that, Badera said. One of them that's really simple, and I thought this is where we were going to go. Hey, people think he's right. And that we cannot overlook is in a defamation case, Johnny Depp gets to go first. Now, this is an interesting interview, and I'm going to give at least a little bit of uh, devil's advocacy to the author here. I don't know when this particular quote was taken. Uh, whenever I give quotes for articles, whenever I 
talk to journalists about these things. Sometimes they show up in an article that day. Sometimes, heck, I've given quotes that have shown up in like video form a year later. And so I don't know what the separation in time here. I think this was certainly true at about the time when Johnny Depp's case rests, right? If you go look at the panel on Legal Bites, uh, where I participate basically every day in this trial, you can see folks that are very enamored with Johnny Depp's case. I thought it was a very strong case by the time they rest his case. And you'll hear me saying, okay, I think if this were to end today, he's got a 70-30 shot, uh, but I await Amber Heard's case because she's going to say some things and we have to evaluate it on those grounds. And then Amber Heard's case comes around and what should be working to their benefit ultimately gets me to a place where, you know, as I think about where I sit now, I believe Johnny Depp over Amber Heard. Uh, and how did that happen? It was really Amber Heard's testimony and her cross-examination and then the lack of extrinsic evidence and the contradictions from even the people that are backing her up where I say, um, I don't believe Amber Heard. But this is a fair complaint for before Amber Heard goes at all. It's not really a fair complaint, I don't think, here in the seventh week on the calendar and the sixth week of trial dates to argue this particular point, because we're not going to get anything more from Amber Heard right now, right? This goes up yesterday on NPR. Amber Heard's case is effectively over. She's presented some experts yesterday. She may or may not have one more witness left, and that's it. Her case is done. So we have an image of what Amber Heard's case is versus what Johnny Depp's case is. But this expert is effectively arguing that it's too powerful for the plaintiff to go first. Obviously, that's the way we've always done it. Uh, they have the burden of proof. They get to present their case first, then the defense gets to uh, uh, answer that. And Amber Heard's team appears to have failed to answer that to people's satisfaction. She continues, and so his side of the story has been told in full. And a lot of people made up their minds after week one of the case or day three of the case trying to think of what day three was. I think that was Eastern Columbia building surveillance videos. So I don't, I don't really think they made up their minds after that, but fair enough. But the other reason is that in online spaces, we often see that men's rights groups and other anti-feminist groups are better organized. We know that men's rights activist forums, for example, have been following the herd case pretty carefully. Remember, NPR's headline here is very neutral. Johnny Depp has more online support than Amber Heard. Neutral headline. And then the reasons given are, Johnny Depp goes first, a kind of structural component of the legal process, which I don't agree with at this point in week six, but has the kernel of truth that I like to point out, give the benefit of the doubt to the people that are giving these interviews or otherwise writing these articles, that that was at least true-ish uh, for certain points in time in this trial. I just don't think it's true anymore. And then men's rights groups, which we of course have heard referenced in some of these articles. And now's a good time to go and talk about this particular interviewee, because this is Nicole Badera, PhD. She says, hi, I'm Nicole. I am a sociologist studying how sexual violence is much bigger than the people involved in sexual assault. My work focuses on how social structures, organizations, and culture create a world where violence is predictable and ordinary. And by identifying how violence is produced, I can identify interventions to make our society safer. And then we link over to her CV. She's got an education from the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, 2021, go blue. Uh, says, using triangulated quantitative methods, this dissertation explores how organizational responses to sexual violence shape survivors' ideologies about gender and law. Findings indicate that organizations can subtly control the trajectories of sexual assault complaints to ensure desirable for the institution outcomes and manage survivors' reactions to organizational inaction. Now, this sounds interesting. This is interesting stuff that she's researching, but it does put you in a specific kind of tiltscape for how you're approaching these issues. This is a person that has done studies uh, on 
what organizations do to protect themselves, to circle their own wagons, and what organizations exist to cause problems on these particular points. So when you've got that hammer, I would argue these are the nails that you see. Doesn't make her wrong, by the way. And I think that's an important point when we look at these things. But it does make it so that if you had seen this first, you probably could have told me what her analysis would have been. And that doesn't make it wrong. But it does mean that if you're reporting on these things, you probably should have the version of this that at least has somebody saying, what if Johnny Depp is right? What if people are just looking at this thing and thinking that Johnny Depp is right? Because effectively, we go a little bit further. Could it be possible also, says the author, this isn't quoted, that the public might be more sympathetic towards Depp because he is such a big movie star and so well-liked on screen for decades? So we haven't arrived that Johnny could possibly be right. We've arrived at structural inequities in the trial system, men's right activists, and people are starstruck for Captain Jack Sparrow. So NPR, come on. Yes, Badera responded. This is something I say a lot, she continued. We all think that sexual violence is wrong and say that we will believe and support survivors up until the perpetrator is someone we know and like. You don't want to feel like you're a bad person if you continue to like Pirates of the Caribbean. There are so many bad things that happen with Hollywood actors or directors or writers or otherwise. I don't actually think that we can just kill everything that we otherwise like because of the bad actions of people. And that's a shame and we should try to correct it. Uh, but if Johnny Depp were to come out in this court case and have a, 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 and be an absolute abuser, and I would say that to your face on Legal Bites, uh, you know, that doesn't change parts of the Caribbean to me. And I would be fully willing to tell you what I thought. That isn't the case that was presented. And again, when you put people in these boxes, when you say, well, maybe you're just a starstruck fanboy or a starstruck fangirl, and that's why you're seeing these things through this lens, you're really taking away people's agency. You're really not on the reasonable minds can differ bandwagon there because honestly, I think the stronger evidence is for Johnny. So when you come out as an article and say effectively that anything you think about Johnny is wrong because of reason X, Y, and Z, you're not going to be very rhetorically effective. This is what I've talked about now for a number of articles in a row, which is you put people in a box and you push them to the side. You say, well, I feel like I'm being unbiased. I feel like I'm evaluating the evidence. And yet you're telling me that the only reasons that these things can exist is because I love Captain Jack Sparrow or I love Edward Scissorhands uh, or I'm part of an MRA group. Uh, it's it's just not very effective if you're evaluating these things as unbiasedly as you can. During the trial, Depp has also accused her of assaulting him and claimed that he is a victim of domestic violence as well. And you can see the way language works, right? We've got the accused here. We've got the claimed here. It's been something of a catalyst for men's rights groups to rally around Depp. And I have no doubt that that is the case, but it's certainly not everybody. It's definitely not everybody in this chat. It's not everybody that I see talking to me about these things. It's not everybody in the hundreds of DMs I get about the interest of this case every single day now. In our society, Badera said, we expect that victims fit a specific mold. And now we come back to what we discussed yesterday, which is that you all don't like Amber Heard because she's not a quote unquote perfect victim. We call it the perfect victim trope. And often we confuse victims' self-defense as a form of aggression. I have no doubt that that sentence is true. It also doesn't appear to relate to the trial we're watching at all. And this is really common in cases like this where perpetrators will claim that they are the true victims. Not only does it seem to apply to this case at all, at least as this article intends, it might apply backwards, right? We're actually evaluating a trial 
in which Amber Heard claims to be a victim while there are tapes about her telling Johnny to stop being a baby and that no one will believe you when you go out to the public with your story. DARVO, she says, is an acronym that stands for Deny, Attack, and Reverse Victim and Offender. And we're seeing it on display really clearly in this case, which again, you might find a kernel of truth in until you get to the second half of that sentence where Johnny Depp is denying, not that he was violent. He actually is still admitting that there was violence coming from him in this relationship. Open question mark. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. But he's denying that Amber Heard's story of it is trustworthy and instead saying that she drove him to violence. I've watched every day of this trial. Uh, and I think the closest that we get here is him saying that while he was restraining her, their heads bumped. Um, I think that's what this could be referring to. If there's something else, remind me, chat. But I haven't seen anywhere in trial where Johnny Depp really admits to being a violent person at all. Their entire trial strategy is based around no one's ever accused me of anything. Here are all the people that say I'm not violent. I've never seen him do anything violent whatsoever. This, to me, seems to be walking across the line of fallaciousness, right? That when you talk about this, this isn't, this isn't at all how the trial is described. He, at no point does Johnny say, sure, I was violent, but she drove me to it. That's not, that's not what's happening in this court case. It could be happening in different court cases. It, it happens in different settings, but you still have to contour your commentary to a national outlet like NPR based around what is actually happening. And then we get the texts that we saw referenced in the Observer article yesterday. The Paul Bettany text seems to be one of those points that all these journalists are hitting on. They don't include the entirety of the texts, which do appear to be Monty Python references, even though the jury isn't allowed to research that. Uh, but also they, they look bad. I, I totally grant that. And certainly when they were initially read, I, I recoiled at them as well. Uh, listening to Johnny Depp a little bit more, seeing how weird he is, basically, uh, I, I kind of discount them a, a little bit more. Obviously, it's not what you want to be out there in court, but I understand them a little bit more than I did to start. But Dara also says that she is concerned about the impact this trial could have on victims of IPV and their willingness to come forward. So we've, we've gone through the explanations, right? Johnny Depp has more support online than Amber Heard. Why? Structural inequities, MRAs, and... Heck, what was even the last one? I can't even, I can't even remember. Uh, perfect victim tropes and you're starstruck uh, by Jack Sparrow, right? Uh, those are the answers. We're done with that now. At no point are we going to discuss maybe the facts favor him? Maybe the facts favor him. This is my biggest concern about the case. And I think it's something that's really gotten lost in the sensationalism around the trial. Right now, Depp's team is alleging that if a woman comes forward and identifies as a survivor in public, that that could count as defamation. The laws allege that. The laws allege that if you come out with something that damages another party uh, in a way that is false, then you might be liable for that. And it's a pretty high bar to get to that liability because we still respect the First Amendment and the right to speak and the freedom of speech here in the United States. It's a pretty high bar, but that has always been the case. Something I say in this space that was defamatory towards another could potentially result in liability for me. And it's worth noting that you see this slide in terms of rhetoric when they want to make this point and they want to emphasize it. Depp's team is not alleging anything at all about women in general, about Me Too as a movement, about society, about our political place within it. 
They're arguing about whether somebody kicked someone in Boston, whether vodka bottle was thrown in Australia, exactly what that restraining looked like in their apartment, and whether somebody, what did Dennison say? Yes, defecated in the marital bed. They are arguing about specific events and circumstances. And that's why I like that New Republic article so much. We're talking about specifics. It is not a grand referendum on Me Too or on, on, on women in general. It is a discussion of who Amber Heard is, who Johnny Depp is, and what actually happened. And this is the slide that really bothers me because generalizing it gets you to this place where we can't listen to even what we think to be true. Because if you take this to its natural logical endpoint and you get this person in a, in a closed room setting and you say, look, honestly, do you believe Amber Heard on this? It doesn't matter what they say. Because even if they don't, this doesn't change. And then the, the mission becomes more important than the lives of the people that are actually in trial in front of you. And that's never going to be okay with me. Never. She continues, absolutely. It's already happening. According to the Know Your Nine, Title Nine report from 2021, they found that of the survivors that report to their universities, 23% are threatened with defamation lawsuits by their perpetrators and 10% face some kind of a retaliatory complaint on campus. Now, there's a couple of things that are at issue here, both the data selection and things like that. I don't want to go into that so much, but one of the things that is happening here is the assumption, uh, right? That they're perpetrators. Once they're perpetrators, then yeah, it's wrong to get threatened with a defamation suit. Once you're a victim and there's a perpetrator, you have to assume that at the front end before any of this happens. And that creates its own kind of problem. I can't tell you how much of this threats would be legitimate, how much they wouldn't be legitimate. 10% face some kind of a retaliatory complaint on campus. I can't tell you the legitimacy of those things, uh, but the assumption here is that it is structural inequities uh, that we shouldn't allow. And that's the NPR slant on all of this. That's how you wind up back in Depp and Herdland. And they're using that as a jumping off point to make different points that don't relate at all to that social media difference. Depp's reputation in Hollywood has already taken a hit. Last Thursday, Depp's former agent testified that studios were less willing to work with him. He, that agent also testified that she had no problems getting him work. So weigh them as you will. And one question I have right now in our sort of post Me Too moment, Padera commented, we're trying to decide what the consequences should be for IPV. It should be severe. And the reality is that Johnny Depp is facing a lot of consequences for committing acts of violence, not just to Amber Heard, but also for volatile behavior on set. And people who work alongside him have a bit of a clearer picture than somebody who's watching it on TikTok and doesn't know any of the people involved in the case. I would argue that that is, in fact, true, uh, interviewee. However, we've watched witness after witness of people who work alongside him say that they've never seen him commit violent acts uh, realistically against anyone. Are they bought and paid for? I don't know. You have to evaluate that for yourself. But if they have a bit clearer of a picture, they've said that Johnny Depp really isn't the kind of person that Amber Heard describes. And I think we should at least, at least in an article like this, mention that, give that at least a little bit of weight so that people can evaluate these things for themselves. Maybe I'm old school. If Kurt were here, he'd tell me I'm too optimistic and naive, but that's the way I still see these things. And that is how NPR presented the world of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard to its listeners and its readers. What do you all think? about that. Um, we'll be talking super chats uh, here for the last uh, 40 minutes or so before we send you over to Legal Bytes. We will have the redirect on, so hopefully that will send you straight there. If it doesn't, there'll be a button in the comments that you can check uh, to come on over and visit us on Legal Bytes for day, I think she said it's 21 of the court case. 
Very, very interesting stuff. But yeah, this article to me, I think I've, I've said, did, did NPR hide the ball? This is a kind of sheep in wolf, uh, wolf's clothing. That doesn't work. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, and that might bother me even more than the ones that come right out uh, and say something like uh, something like Martha Gill did, right? Like this, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get when you're reading it and you can evaluate it as such. This, the kind of pretending to be neutral in that context, honestly, that might bother me more. That might bother me more. Uh, but let's, uh, let's talk, let's do some super chats. Let's get ready for our morning. Um, yeah. If you want to like, and subscribe here, fantastic. Uh, if you like this content, I'm certainly appreciative. Uh, Stella Luna with a super chat. Thank you so much. Moving forward. Oh, good afternoon from South Africa. Um, wavy hand tongue out emoji. That's awesome. South Africa. Thank you for checking in. Dr. Indrushi Rajan, the conscious psychologist uh, became a YouTube member. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Stephen Brown, so Trevor escaped GTA and testified for Amber. It's a good reference. Good reference. Trevor's Trevor's scary. Dr. Spiegel looks a little like Trevor. I see what you did there. Roma Ramesh, Denison has his own way and Camille has hers. Neither are wrong. Camille can't be Bugs Bunny and do everything just because it's entertaining. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, I, I now, now I'm going to think of Wayne, uh, Wayne Denison as a little bit Bugs Bunny, a little bit Columbo. I like it. Diana became a YouTube member. Thank you, Diana. Uh, Chica loves makeup. I read that if Amber Heard's team runs out of time, that they can still rebut Johnny, De uh, Johnny Depp's witnesses. Is this true? The truth of the matter is we don't actually know what that will look like. Um, like I said, you have a due process right to cross-examination, but that could be aggregated across the whole trial. You had a due process right in your 61 hours. You go over that, um, and it would be unfair to the Depp team to give you more time than they had. Um, so it'll be interesting. I suspect Amber Heard's team might challenge the entire notion of not being able to get cross-examination and they might have to have some kind of motion hearing on it. Uh, but as it stands right now, we don't know. Generally speaking, when you set times like that, you don't have this kind of mass disparity and it's just around the edges and it's just keeping people honest. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. This is wild now, folks. This is wild. Thank you for the super chat. Dr. Andrushi Rajan, the conscious psychologist, curious, do you think Amber Heard's team scored any points yesterday because Denison allowed the experts to endlessly talk? Thanks so much. No. I, I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to give the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think any of those experts really worked for her. Um, and I think letting them talk was the best way to expose the problems that they had in their testimony. Certainly the doctor. Um, I think Camille was the right choice against the hand doctor, um, because it needed to be aggressive and, and, and punch through it, even if it was a tone that I thought was maybe a touch too aggressive. The entertainment lawyer, uh, entertainment agent didn't do anything at all. And I'm trying to remember if I forgot someone. Um, but no, I don't think letting them talk hurt at all because the, the, the entertainment person looked like the worst entertainment expert in the world. The doctor looked basically like the worst psychologist in the world. I think Depp's team did what they needed to do yesterday. Uh, Rosie Nichita, you're the heart and soul of LawTube, Hogue. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. We all need friends like you to talk us down and back us up. Hey, you know what? And if that's all I did, I think that would be fantastic. I think it's it's very cool to see more and better voices like Alita's, like Kurt's, like all these other folks that are regularly interacting with me on these panels. Get out there. Become a force on YouTube. Reasonable minds can differ. Getting that message out. I love that. I feel very, very strongly about that. You've probably heard me say that. So I won't just 
proselytize here in this space. Thank you so much. Oima became a YouTube member. Thank you. Two dubs. Congrats to the hardest working man on LawTube. Nothing less expected from the Michiganders. Go blue. I love to work. Shaw's at the end of Denison's crosses, usually I'm bored and I'm like, would this witness just shut up? They're embarrassing themselves. Yep, I am too. I am too. But if you think about what that actually is as a mental state for the juror, it's like, yeah, okay, these guys are idiots. Just stop it. Stop it. Shut up. Michael Gaunt, I want to see more Ben Shue with witnesses. Yeah, he's kind of like the silent team captain. Is he also a narcissist for sharing JD's sweets? <laughs> Laughing so hard your eyes shut emoji. Yeah, I think when they say that um, eating eating candy in court is a sign of narcissism, I think Camille goes over and takes a candy. Um, it was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. Oima, I trust Denison because I trust Ben Chu, which is fair. He wouldn't make Denison the expert guy if he didn't think he was effective. Plus, he reminds me of my father-in-law rolling on the floor laughing. Tusha79, love from Sweden. Heart emoji. Hey, Sweden. Karma2543, thank you for being very fair in your coverage. I'm very concerned that we can no longer deal with nuance. We have to do better. Love from Hamilton, Canada. I am a, a nuanced type reader. You're going to get a lot of that in this space. Sometimes it'll bother you, and, and often it will not, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think critical reading, analyzing things from that perspective, all of that helps us grow, helps us understand, and I'm very thankful for your super chat. Kareen, not Karen, love your program. I agree with the chat. You are definitely the soul of the law, too. It's very nice of you to say. Thank you for giving us great and educational content. Thank you. Simone Skirmer, will the jury have access to all audio, including some from Australia with other voices in it where Amber admits to causing the injury to JD's finger? No, they will have access to other audio that we haven't heard played in court to the extent it's already on the tapes. But for the most part, that is just the tapes that are Amber and Johnny Depp talking to each other. That's the big long tape that's been entered. I don't think they're going to get anything else. Uh, of the like that people want me to hear the Australian audio. I don't think that's going into the jury. Uh, Nima Ebb, Neve, uh, Neve, oh, Neve. Morning, Hogue, just home from work. Looking forward to court today. Any general advice for aspiring lawyers? Love from Ireland. Um, I think my advice, if you're aspiring, um, is to is to make sure that you love reading this stuff, following this stuff, looking at this stuff, because law school is a, is a bit of a thing. Uh, I loved law school. Others did not. Um, but you know, make sure that you, you do like that. Maybe get, um, an internship or a, or a summer job at a law firm or somebody that's actually practicing law so that you can evaluate whether or not you want to pursue that career. Obviously I'm a bit of a special case, right? Because I've done transactional law and business acquisitions, mergers, that kind of thing, um, for 17 years now. And here you see me on YouTube, adding more and more time to doing this. Uh, over that practice because I love it so much, but that that makes me kind of an alternative lawyer as it is. Uh, so you'll want to evaluate those things as you go and, and decide what it is that you love. But um, I love this stuff. Uh, and if if you need any more advice, uh, feel free to DM me. If I see it, I will answer it. I got a lot of DMs right now. Might be best to wait for June. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Not a gunner. Starting 1L at U of M this fall. Go blue. Say hi to the law quad for me. Any advice on doing well first year? Yeah, um, do the reading. Uh, the reading is the most important stuff. Uh, I, in law school, um, I was I was doing classes and then reading for, I don't know, six hours a day um, through the cases, taking notes, that kind of thing. The real trick is managing your time during finals and, and figuring out what outline works for you, exactly how you want to handle those things. And if you can get to that place, 
um, you're gonna be very happy in law school. But that first finals week is gonna be scary as hell. <laughs> so good luck to you and go blue. Alexandra Rola, as someone whose first MMO was Tibia, Final Fantasy XIV is the best MMO in our time. Love from a Marxist Lalafel. <laughs> Tongue out emoji. Lalafel, I lose how they actually pronounce that. I'm losing my voice. Uh, Alita's going to be mad at me. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Myra M, sending love from LA. It's 4.30 in the morning here. You're an even earlier riser than I am. Thank you so much for the support. Carly loves Big Bang German Hogue fan club. I cannot believe that the only disagreement I had with you in nearly six weeks is limited to Star Trek Voyager because you like it more than me. I, th that's fair. Voyager is fine. I just don't love it as much as the other ones. Greetings to all Patrick Wilson fans. Yes, I'm unforgiving sunglasses emoji. Lady, Patrick Wilson has been in movies for decades. I understand he's not on posters usually, but he is a working actor that has contributed good things to a lot of movies. You're an expert. You're an expert. Do your homework. Deborah Burdine, a, a psychological doc, is greater than the jury in real life taste of what JD faced with Amber Hurt. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Ozgikan Fidan, thank you for your insight. I'm loving the contents. Thank you so much. Dad, Dad Hogue again, back. Um, Congratulations on getting the first journalist interview. Your balanced, reasonable minds can differ approaches. Winning hearts and minds. Thanks, Dad. It's the only way to learn has been a blessing in our tribal society. Go Blue. A little bit biased here, I have to admit, uh, but I very much appreciate it, Dad. Thank you so much. Michael became a YouTuber. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much. Dr. Kartoffel Salat. Another day, another headline, another reason Kurt will probably explode. Either way, as always, thanks for your analysis. Greetings from Germany, and everyone smash that sub button. Hit that like, hit that subscribe. Thank you so much, Dr. Potato Salad. Zach Frisch, what I don't understand about the Starstruck argument is that most everyone was sketchy about Depp until this trial came out and Amber Heard needed evidence, right? Like To me, it doesn't take a lot to convince me that a Hollywood star is doing bad things. So if I'm biased at all, in all likelihood, sitting there on day one, it's probably... It's probably, back of my head, subconsciously, Johnny Depp probably did some bad stuff, right? He's a Hollywood star. He probably did some bad stuff, and we're going to hear about it, and we'll see what goes from there. And much to my surprise, the case was different than I had imagined, right? Skytron, in my opinion, they still need to combat the thought it's not realistic Amber Heard lied about such horrible things. Uh, in closing, to explain she didn't know about body cams, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it, it's it's certainly a hard barrier to cross, at least it was for me, to this woman is sitting up here lying to my face about these things. Um, and uh, I still think it's predominantly exaggerated more than specifically lying, but I do think she's lying about the like the really bad stuff, the specifics that her case is based on. Um, so yeah, I think you need to talk to the jury about that. Uh, but I think they've been sitting there for all these weeks. That's This is all they've been allowed to do for two months. I think, I think they've started to have their own opinions. Amber Heard's case is done. They have what they have. Johnny Depp is going to have a little bit more in rebuttal, but they know what is the primary evidence of this case at this point. Crafting and creating with Caroline, still a name that I love. Good morning, Hoglaw. Any thoughts on the DC film executive Walter Hamada's reported upcoming testimony? Also, what was up with Dr. Spiegel's odd mouth movements? That guy was weird. Uh, <laughs> hand on head, bizarre. Eyes wide open emoji. Thanks for your insights. Um, I didn't know formally that Hamada was testifying, but I did think that since Dennison brought him up so much that he probably was. 
And I don't know what he's going to say, except uh, we didn't fire Amber Heard or, or limit her role because of uh, Waldman's statements. We limited it because of chemistry, right? You saw the chemistry set up behind the scenes while I'm on the stream yesterday. I'm pulling up all of these articles from major places. Uh, Us Weekly, ET, I think it was, um, uh, and uh, Forbes that all said the movie's okay, Aquaman's okay, except that the, the Mira and Aquaman have cardboard chemistry. And I'm like, all of these are contemporaneous to the movie coming out. I said, uh, yeah, they could absolutely argue chemistry right there. Janelle, I find the problem with the whole, I'm with Johnny because I like his movies argument. The problem, Amber had the vast majority of support prior to the trial. It really seems the switch happened because of the evidence. I, I don't know about prior to the trial. I know when I get in there, Alita had already been familiar with the Justice for Johnny movement. So I think that there were a lot of Johnny fans in those early days. So I can't tell you in terms of the split as to what people thought um, like on trial day one. Uh, but certainly, you know, when the articles first start coming out, I think I just filed it in the back of my mind is Johnny Depp's probably an abuser. So I do agree with that, that at some point, most people probably did exactly that before they started hearing more. <clears throat> Y'all are going to yell at me to hydrate. I'll get a water between, between these episodes. Um, Don Hinton, you should have a show like this on the mainstream media, get an agent. Yeah, you want me? To, you want me to take this to the mainstream media? You don't fear that I will be co-opted uh, by all those fun advertisements, and and I'll have to do a live speak for uh, whatever I'm whatever I'm selling uh, on the day. I like you, but I don't know. I like this. I get to control this. See, so she hasn't accessed any evidence and just believes Amber Heard. Um, it strikes me that a lot of these articles strike me as fundamentally at the at the bottom line. I believe Amber. Lynn Pattison, love your content. Here's co-counsel who hears my voice on this stream. <laughs> a grad from the Little Sisters of the Poor, PlayStation at uh, PlayStation U. Yeah, PlayStation U. Sorry, Penn State. In the house. PlayStation U would work though. People would go to that school. Um, uh, thank you for the super chat. Susan Crow, love your channel. What is your opinion of Ben Chu laughing at some of the witnesses' testimony throughout the trial? Not sure how that will fly with the jury. Thoughts? I think he does a fairly good job of containing himself, uh, mostly. I was worried about some of the reactions, too. Johnny Depp has some kind of funny reactions to things, but I think we're far enough along that I think you heard me describe it yesterday as we're in the last week of school. We're, we're seniors. Everybody's kind of a little bit looser from the sounds of people describing the jury. Uh, and so I anticipate that... Uh, that's not having a big impact. Could be wrong. Jury's notoriously inscrutable, but I don't think it's having that big of an effect. Honestly, watching Camille Vasquez try to not laugh at Dr. Spiegel yesterday was one of the more entertaining aspects of his testimony. Uh, Miro Vanden Herc, I would love to have a conversation with this author. You can turn almost every argument straight onto Amber Heard. Imperfect victim doesn't fit the profile. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Honestly, we haven't had somebody uh, uh, like this author come into the space before. I don't know what level of hostility um she intends or expects from our side of things so we're gonna we're gonna play it as it lies figure out how it goes and and be respectful of, of the conversation so i'm gonna do my best we'll see ashley rigby i've come into this trial thinking jd probably was guilty of ipv after his side rested i believed it was mutual abuse after amber heard testified i'm convinced she's lying and is an abusive person that's actually probably a pretty good description of of probably where my head was at um, in terms of kind of sliding down the scale as this thing goes. So I appreciate that super chat. That sounds about right to me. 
Um, and it is 8.07, about a five, 10 minute warning. I'm gonna turn off Super Chats. If you have anything, get it in. Um, so we can deliver this episode over to Legal Bites uh, within that pre-trial window, because like I said, today's gonna be a big day. Thought, thought the big day was yesterday. It got delayed uh, until today. And here we are on today. Neostorm247, think violence could refer to cupboards and objects. I guess maybe that's not how one would normally read it though. So it's a bit of a cheat, right? So even then I would say rhetorically, that's not, that's not how you really think of it. Heather Long became a YouTube member. Thank you so much, Heather. Uh, Niam Eb, the driven to violence bit is wildly blown out of proportion, but could relate to JD assaulting cabinets. I, you know, another super chatter just said that you could be right. I just think at bare minimum, that is an unfortunate implication you've put in your article when I don't think anybody that's unfamiliar with the case will read it that way. Uh, and I think you have to be careful about how a person that has no foreknowledge of this will read it. Uh, Paradise Lay, as a leftist socialist, I'm just following the facts. Real feminism means accepting that men can be abused too, and it's wrong no matter who does it. Here, here. M Major, here for a bit more naivete. It's what I bring to the table, apparently. Uh, certainly optimism. I'll never stop being an optimist. San Francisco Live, if you could just keep deconstructing articles regardless of topic, that would be helpful to millions of people. I love doing this. Uh, if you all keep coming and uh, we're enjoying these conversations, I'm going to keep having them. Uh, we have 7,000 people uh, at eight in the morning here on the East Coast. I love having these conversations. Uh, so I will keep doing them, definitely. Apple Pie, if Kurt was here, I fully expected that to summon him. Honestly, a little bit, so did I. The Duchess of Dutchness. <clears throat> Skull and crossbones, pirate flag, fire, exploding head. I don't know what that is. Pencils? Um, uh, star, rolling on the floor laughing, heart emoji for you, Rich. Thank you. Jamie Arnold, can you cover the New Yorker article by Jessica Winter? I appreciate the author name. I will look at it. I didn't see it. Might be tomorrow's. Joshua Kramer, if Rottenborn is Sephiroth, I think I said that, Amber Heard is Genova, and JD is Cloud. With the memory issues, I like it. What if any chance is there for a one-winged angel to bust out at some point over the court's PA system in the next few days? One of the best songs in uh, video game history. Uh, I, you know, I'd be willing to play it out there. I hold it up like that lady held up the baby to Johnny Depp. Uh, we'll just go Sapphire Roth. It's good though. I like JD as Cloud. Potentially violent past, memory loss. I'm gonna make a Final Fantasy VII. Uh, uh, Depp v. Heard mashup. This, this, this is what I'm going to add to the channel. This is what I can add to the world. Um, just grabbing a few of these because you guys are super generous this morning. A few more. Uh, and we will be turning off those super chats in five minutes. Uh, grumpy old Gramps with a super sticker. Thank you so much. Elon, Julie, I don't understand why this case, hurt, case hurts me too. For me personally, it is the perfect example of it. We get an imperfect victim that is finally believed, even though he didn't fit the, what we imagine. I see what you did there. Absolutely. Lynn Reiser, NPR, I call BS. Rami Max, this article made me angry too. Where can one get news? Oh, I, I just find headlines and look at them online and, and start reviewing these. If you want to DM me something that you think would be good to cover, I can't guarantee I'll cover it. Um, but I do evaluate these things in my DMs to the best of my ability. So you can always hit me up there if you want to see one of these on this article. Jenny Richards, hi from Austin, Texas. As an Austinite, I do not claim Amber. Smiling, crying, laughing. I've loved getting into the law tube sphere from this wild trial. Thank you for what you do. Well, thank you for the support. 
Stuff and stuff. Joe mentioned one or two jurors seem to doze off. Can one team move to remove those jurors because of inattentiveness or so? I think the court has to act on its own recognizance, but this is Virginia court rules, so I can't claim expertise of any kind there. Um, and certainly if it was a continued problem, you might see that particular issue. But I also don't know exactly how much uh, they're overselling it because you can close your eyes and listen to testimony. You shouldn't. You should be evaluating them. Uh, but if the judge felt it were a real problem, the judge is also looking at the jury and, and stops it. We've seen it stopped a couple of times where she says, go and get some sleep or we'll have a break here early. We've seen that before. Becca G. Hi, Hogue from New England. As always, thank you for doing what you do and being my morning coffee entertainment. Thank you so much. My wife is working on a coffee mug for this show. Aurora King, greetings from Belgium. Hey, Belgium. Electric moccasins. It's 10 p.m. for me in Australia uh, or Austria. Probably Austria. I don't know. I'm sorry. Hopefully I'll wake up and get to see the buzzer for Amber Heard's team time. Also can't believe Amber Heard used more time with the long crosses. I can't believe it. I, it wasn't long crosses though. She didn't use just what Denison did. It's the long direct. Uh, v. Vichery became a YouTube member. Thank you so much. Jacob Joss. J Denison made the expert look like she'd never watched a movie. He totally did. Surgical yes or no questions wouldn't have done that as effectively. I think you're right. I think you're right. By the time they're just having a movie conversation, she looked mean. She looked terrible when she's like, oh, you're a movie buff now or whatever she said. And she looked like she'd never seen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Alice Eve. I don't know Christopher Pine. I'm not a big fan of Star Trek. I, You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Zach Frisch. I'm a born and raised Green Bay Packer fan, but love the content. Really crossing lines. LOL. Uh, you have nothing to fear ever from my Detroit Lions. So you're totally fine there. Carly loves Big Bang, German Hogue Fam Club. Can, how can I become a member? I'm only online on my phone and cannot see the option. To your question, the article is another catastrophe for media representation. I don't know about the mobile app. I, I think it should be on the computers. It also might have geographic restrictions, which would be lame because obviously I, the, the Germans come out for headlines and hangouts. Uh, but um, uh, please do check it when you're not on mobile because the mobile app is, is fundamentally different than the desktop app. Deeds Callie Hogue, I was wondering if Ben Chu, is, as many have suggested, a terrific lawyer. Is there any reason he doesn't uh, so much in court with witnesses? Well, I mean, the measure of a good leader of a team, uh, any team, but certainly a legal team, is you know knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, delegating properly. Um, you know, he he's the one that helped guide you know Camille Vasquez. He's the one that probably picked out Dennison to do the expert testimony. Uh, I suspect he's a leader behind the scenes. We know he's going to do the closing. We know he's going to do the motion to strike. He's likely to be very fiery in both, uh, and that's where he's going to earn his paycheck while he goes with the teams that he has built and trusts to examine the witnesses directly while he strategizes. You know, if you think of a CEO uh, versus a, a president or, or vice president that's doing more day-to-day -day operations, he's the CEO of that legal team. And I, I don't know how anybody could say he's not doing a great job. Aisling, name pronounced Ashling, Ashling, sorry. Uh, just want to say love your channel and your opinion. So glad I found the law to world. Love from Ireland. It's my people. I have a lot of Irish blood. Thank you so much. Michael Gaunt, Dr. Spiegel kept saying JD had issues, but kept pointing out his own age of 59, two years older than JD. Given the drugs JD has taken, I'd still rather look and talk like JD. I did not like Dr. Spiegel at all. Off-putting man. Jessica Parent, love you, Hogan. Thanks for the content. But... <clears throat> Go Bucks. 
Tag Mark, I got the impression Dennison was running out the clock yesterday, so Amber Heard's team couldn't call JD at the end of the day and harass him. Is that possible? Yes, he was most definitely trying to run out the clock to what he thought was the end of the day at 5 p.m. That was amusing. Uh, and I doubt the judge found it as amusing as I did. Uh, and then he wound up running it out till 5.30. Um, so that definitely happened. Heather Long, merch, a reasonable mind. I'm a reasonable mind? Happy face. We got reasonable minds can differ stuff. For some reason, the store isn't working because, you know, Google's wires sometimes get crossed. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Leon Homer, I think it's so sad that people are trying to tie this case to the Me Too movement, a movement I think was and is very important. I tend to agree, as you've heard me say in this space. And I wouldn't tie Amber Heard to the success of that particular movement. I wouldn't do it. I think it's a bad bet, honestly. Heather K. So according to NPR, if Depp wins, no woman should come forward about DVSA because it might be called defamatory. That's terrible. Thanks for all you do. No, no, they're not saying that. Just to be clear, uh, NPR is saying that they fear, uh, or specifically their interviewee says, they fear that if Depp wins, that fewer people will be willing to come forward because they worry about getting sued along the Depp herd lines. They don't want that to happen. Arthur Saskowski, do you think they asked the jury if they watched Aquaman or Aquaman? Do you, we know what questions were asked to the jury. Greetings from Poland. I don't know. Oh, I got a post-it note here coming in, co-counsel. What do we got here? Okay. Tell her to DM you. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm taking post-it notes like I'm uh, uh, Camille sitting in the back and I'm getting notes from Ben Chu. Um, do we know what questions were asked to the jury? No, I, I wasn't um, following the, the voir dire where they checked to see the jury's qualifications. Uh, so I don't know what questions were actually asked of the jury. Uh, but um, I, I, you would expect them to have asked, do they have any relationship with Johnny Depp or Amber Heard or DV or SA? Uh, generally speaking, you want to get those biases out there. And I have turned off Super Chats. Thank you so much, everyone, for your generosity. Uh, Seti, did Elaine forget that Amber Heard was actually eating while being questioned in the UK? Greetings from Chicago. Uh, maybe, maybe. Honestly, by the time Dr. Spiegel says, well, what's a sign of narcissism? Well, eating, eating candies in court. It's like, are you kidding me. Are you kidding me? Uh, Kajartan 9, so we have to support Amber because of other IPV victims. Why is no blame put on her for how this is playing out? It makes no sense to blame JD here. I tend to agree, but from the other perspective, if you believe Amber Heard, it, this all does look like a tax. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that you can't see the world in the other way. I just think it would make more sense if you're at a neutral outlet or you're trying to present something like this to at least entertain the notion that a reasonable person could come to the opposite conclusion. Jing Chung, uh, or Zheng Chung, congrats, Hog, on your 100,000. Thank you so much. Would love to see how opinion pieces weave in the mission NGO statement on supporting depth and continue to say anti-me too. I keep meaning to get that in here. Uh, so I have to try to remember that when I set up tomorrow's. Thank you so much. M Tuddy 16, Hogue, this is so much more than a court case. The mainstream media versus YouTubers and the wicked world of PR wars is such an eye-opening thing. People are suckers if we just believe. Please don't change. Well, um, I don't like to toot my own horn, uh, so that's a little bit tricky. But yeah, I think that the changing uh, zeitgeist, the changing social sphere of how you watch these things and how you get news about them is a big story that will last past depth be heard. Definitely. Angel Law, I appreciate your strong advocacy for nuance and your low tolerance for Amber Guilty. Thanks for all that you do from a fellow lawyer in Australia. Thank you so much. Jennifer Kaminsky, I 100% thought JD was an abuser before the trial started. 
I was wrong and the evidence has changed my mind. I wish the MSM would admit that they were wrong too. Shrug emoji. I feel like we would all be better off and that it's not like they'd be raked over the coals for saying, look, this is what we assumed. Obviously, this evidence has come out more differently than we would have anticipated. And we're now reevaluating our posture. I feel like that would be well received, but maybe they they know better than me. Uh, Haraldor Olver Johnson, off topic, thoughts on Apple acquiring EA rumor. I think EA is shopping around. Apple is a natural fit. I think EA will get bought. But the fact that Comcast, NBC Universal passed on them is a red flag. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who, if anyone buys electronic arts my money is right the second on netflix let's see how that plays out blurry lights looked up ben chu got a wikipedia article on chief justice of the supreme court in pennsylvania 1722 to 1810 wonder if the current ben chu is a descendant my goodness was he chief justice for that for like 90 years or is that just his ages it can't be it's gotta be just his ages could be could be i don't think ben chu our ben chu is actually from pennsylvania though David, the weirdest thing about all these articles is that Amber isn't even coherent enough to be believed. I open emoji, I open emoji. I, I don't think she's believable, but the working assumption in most of these articles is that she is. Eddie, when I heard about this years ago, I was devastated to hear that JD could do this. Heard the audio, was totally against Amber Heard. This trial has made me believe both did bad stuff, but Amber Heard may be worse. And that might be the way that Amber could win, right? That still is the possibility that the jury says they both did bad stuff. It's a toxic relationship. So she's not technically wrong when she says what she said in the Washington Post. That is still a possibility. People should not discount that. Uh, Nikai Paida, do you think Eve Barlow fiasco saved JD a lot of time? I don't know. Maybe. What do we anticipate that Eve Barlow would have done if she were allowed to stay in the court? Um, but it might have. There's a whole bunch of things that probably saved time around. Camille Vasquez being able to cross-examine Amber in less than a day is a big difference. Mary Holman, author is right in that this makes it harder for victims such as JD to come forward. Um, he's certainly uh, facing a strong uh, headwinds from the media, but his fan base has, has rallied around him. There's no doubt there. Aries Dawn became a YouTube member. Hello, Aries. Thank you. Bonkers B, what happens if witnesses aren't available till a certain day? Could that be why they dragged that out yesterday? Uh, no, the, the last reasonable person that they could ask to come in is Johnny Depp because they still need to tie Adam Wallman to Johnny Depp. So I think it's either Johnny Depp this morning or they rest. I could be wrong. I was wrong yesterday. So we will see what they do. You can't predict strategy, especially if you wind up thinking it's not a very good one. Law and Lumber, 10 minute warning, reminder to hydrate. Thanks, Rob. Happy face emoji. Hope you're doing well today, Rob. Good luck in court. Audrey Secrest, super sticker. Wow, very generous super sticker too. Thank you so much, Audrey. I appreciate it. Sardinisms, uh, Elaine on cross, Hammer, uh, Camille, Bullet Hell, Denison, the snake game. I like that. I like that a lot. Zoot, Hogue, what games are you playing recently? Go blue. Really recently? None. This is the game I'm playing. Streaming all the time, working when I'm not streaming, sleeping when I'm not working or streaming. Uh, outside of that, I'm playing Rogue Legacy 2 with my daughter, who really, really loves it. I am playing a lot of Nintendo Switch sports. We really love that. Uh, and I am otherwise uh, not playing much of anything. Uh, so little games to fit here and there, um, but um, some card games and some board games as well.
Ollie, been following for two years. Always love your comprehensive coverage of such issues as with Blizzard and Activision. It's nice to see you growing. It's nice to be growing. And for those of you that are concerned, we're still going to have virtual legality as it was. There's just no extra time as we cover Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard. Angela Ashbury, loving headlines and hangouts. Thank you for the work on Legal Bites. Thank you for stopping over on Legal Bites. Don't forget to like and subscribe over there as well. We're going to hit, I think, a quarter of a million over at Legal Bites with Alita. It couldn't happen to a nicer person. She is fantastic. Everything you see on that stream is exactly how uh, she treats everybody else off stream. Uh, I could not be happier for her, obviously, from the start of this trial. Uh, you know it. I had, I had pledged to do what I could uh, to help support her channel. Ha M Ka, super sticker. Thank you so much. Apple Pie, I pledge a billion dollars if you actually make that JD versus Amber Heard FF7 mashup. I have an editor now. Hmm. Hmm. Britt Cormier, just a line before I leave for work. Hogue, watch your transition from sweet summer child to young adult in your thinking has been entertaining. I look forward to your conversion to full cynic. It's not going to happen. I'm a, I've been a corporate lawyer for 17 years. To the extent that young adult is where I max out, that's where I'm going to live. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a little bit eye-opening uh, to see this kind of relationship. And I think of, as I've said in other spaces, there have been some days after court where I just am like, I need a hug. It's a little too much. Uh, D. Whitaker 86, if we're on the FF7 references, Denison is K-O-T-R, a bit unnecessarily long, but so damaging. That's Knights of the Round. It's a summon. In Final Fantasy VII, a bit unnecessarily long, but so damaging. Man, that's that's good. That's right. That's right. I love you all. Becca G, I will 100% need that coffee cup when it becomes available. Hearts in your eyes emoji. Laughing, smiling emoji. My wife is literally like, I need a coffee mug that says Hangouts and Headlines. Or I think she wants to make one that says, this is my Hangouts and Headlines mug or something like that. Uh, and so I think she's working on that behind the scenes. The Law Patrol, you totally got to do a masterclass on H&H. &H. The highlighting alone makes it look like a huge effort. I uh, I love doing this stuff. I love doing this stuff. So it is it is as much fun as it is effort. Uh, Gigi, I feel Denison should have argued Amber audio tapes and played them to Catherine Arnold to make the point of damages insofar as they were the impetus of the negative social media prior. I don't think they could, at least from what chat was saying, because it sounds like Adam Waldman was the one that leaked some of those. So if you associate it with Adam Waldman's bad acts, you really run a risk there. Not positive on that because we haven't heard that entered into court, but people were saying that at the time. So you would be very careful to do anything that establishes Waldman as a bad actor because the very most important thing you're doing yesterday is trying to make sure it is as difficult as possible for them to tie Waldman to Depp. That's your mission number one. So I think that's probably why you didn't see that come in. Adida, I believe in me too. I believe all the issues mentioned in the article connected with reporting abuse are valid. Yeah, kernels of truth. I still do not believe Amber Heard. Take my feminist card, sad side. Well, that's the problem is they put you in that box, right? You shouldn't have to hand in your feminist card because you don't believe Amber Heard. She's one person. She's not womanhood. Um, and so I feel you. I, I, I understand why you think that way on these articles. And I think that's unfortunate. Maria Angaro, super sticker. Thank you so much. Jen K, love the content. Former Michigander, Northern Michigan U from Purple Heart. Sandy Soderquist, seen large Hogue, Hogue, Hogue DNA project online? Uh, no, no, I've not seen a Hogue DNA project. Uh, and look at this. We actually ended early. So I guess what I will do is I will, I, I don't think it'll let me turn the super chats back on while I'm, while I'm streaming. Um, oh, I did. Okay. So if you refresh, you should be able to get super chats back. If anybody wants to ask any questions, uh, for the next four minutes before Alita actually starts, 
Otherwise, I just want to say thank you to everybody for joining me this morning, going over things like the NPR article. Remember, we are going to have Martha Gill here on Thursday morning. Uh, and that will, in and of itself, be an interesting moment for this nascent thing we're calling Hangouts and Headlines. Um, so if you enjoy this type of stuff, do like, do subscribe, do tell your friends we're here. We've got almost 8,000 people here. Um, we're, we're getting close to setting records on, on this channel almost every day, which is really, really cool to me. Obviously, that's very gratifying. But I also think it's just cool to know that people are out there interested in this stuff, thinking about these things and um, critically analyzing articles. And we'll we'll talk about more topics and more topics that you're interested in as we move away from the trial. This was designed to be able to have these conversations in all sorts of aspects uh, well after Johnny Depp finishes suing Amber Heard. Um, and so for all of your support, everybody that's been here, thank you so, so much. I very much appreciate it. Um, and I think if I hit the button now, you'll be transported over to Legal Bites. But oh, we have we have a late super chat here. Kern Grisdale, to be fair, Chris Pine has never been in a Star Trek film. <sighs> I like Star Trek 09. I like Star Trek 2009. I do not like it so much as a Star Trek movie as a kind of Star Wars. Ironically, I don't like J.J. Abrams' Star Wars uh, because they aren't Star Wars so much to me. So... You know, what can I say? I'm a bad super fan of these specific universes, but I do like Star Trek 2009. I like Michael Giacchino's score. I, I like the movie. I have to admit that. I have to admit that. Ollie, we need an Elder Scrolls NPC music over the top of Dr. Spiegel clips. We'll just become a weird video game legal system mashup channel where we do weird things like compare witnesses to the Elder Scrolls. Uh, Christina Anandon, super sicker. Thank you so much, Christina. I really appreciate it. Same for Chantel Mearsman, super sicker. I see all these uh, weights and pairs and, and dancing things over in the corner. I'm sorry that they don't come up on screen here, but I really do appreciate it. Andy, the game maker for the hype man. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks, Andy, the game maker. I appreciate it. Uh, and I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody else in chat. Uh, I think we have, oh, we, we, okay. You guys, you guys hit a few of these. Um, Janet Dick, I've heard talk from DV survivors about setting precedent with this civil case. What precedent could it realistically set? I think they are talking about precedent in the social mind's eye. This will not set any legal precedent. This is all facts-based examination. But the concept that if this goes down this way, then this will do something for society is probably what they meant. Uh, Katie P, keep up the great work, Rick. You deserve the best. Thank you so much. ML Johnson, our bets for Med Lingen. Hopefully I didn't just swear in whatever language that is. Thank you so much. Uh, and um, you guys are coming in fast and furious. Uh, amused the oxymoron, loving H&H, &H, MSM and social media comment sections are full of black and white, think no nuance and make me feel crazy for reaching my own conclusion. Yeah, you shouldn't feel that way. Got to analyze these things yourself. Ideally with primary source material. I mean, like I, I'm analyzing it, then they're analyzing it. Ideally you go all the way down to bedrock and, and read that source material. Game Master Craig, what D&D classes would you give to law tubers? I will think on that. I'm definitely a lawful good paladin. Um, uh, that is that is what I do. Hopefully not going too far. There's a lot of plot lines about paladins that go too far. Adida, make sure the mugs can be shipped to Europe. I will let my wife know. I have handed over merch responsibilities because she's so much better at it than I am. Uh, so we're working on it behind the scenes. Um, Addy, Ash Beauty, super sticker. Thank you so much. I love that owl. That is very awesome. Luke, Alita got 1 million views on the last stream. She did it. 
She was very excited about getting a 1 million view stream. I'm so happy for her. I'm going to mention that. Thank you for letting me know, Luke. Um, she did it. And that is it for today's episode. We're going to send you on over uh, to Legal Bites. Uh, please see me over there in a couple of minutes. It's going to be a fun day, folks. Uh, and I'm excited to share it with you. See you there.